Yeah. 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 Are we good? All right. Call our meeting to order. It is 7 p.m. on Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. We're here for our regular uh, evening trustee meeting, second one of the month. Uh, do we have an invocation, Mr. Miller? Yes, sir. If everyone uh, who's able to would please rise. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this prayer comes from uh, First uh, excuse me, uh, Apostolic Church. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessing of life and liberty. We praise you for the provision of daily nourishment and shelter. We are grateful to you for the favor you give to the communities in which we live and work. We ask that you smile on our lives, families, and places of commerce. It is our sincere desire that Sycamore Township be a place of love, joy, and peace for all who are here and for all who enter. We pray that your daily supply of grace will help us to be good stewards, citizens, and persons as we share life one with another. Guide those who have been elected by the people to the high yet very humble post of government in our township. May each officiating superintendent, trustee, director, and administrator be equipped with your mind of service and duty. May your Holy Spirit lead the way in finding the correct balance of patience and action, mercy and justice, generosity and restraint. Allow your wisdom to prevail in every decision weighted, motion entertained, and effort undertaken. It is to you, O Lord, that we offer our prayer and our praise. We thank you for hearing us each and every day. In the saving name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very nice. Pledge of allegiance now. Pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, justice for all. Once we're all back in the room, we'll all be synchronized on that. Right. All right. Good evening, everyone. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman? Present. All right. Very good. Uh, we are meeting in hybrid format once again with several of us in the meeting room and several of us clearly appearing by Zoom. State law permits electronic signatures on resolutions and so forth, which we approve tonight. Do each of you give your consent to affix your electronic signature to anything requiring your signature, which we might approve tonight? I give my approval. I do. I give mine. I do. All right. Thank you. Next, we have minutes from our June 1st, 2021 trustee meeting. Is there a motion as to that? Motion to approve. Is there a second? There is a second. All right. Any discussion as to those minutes? I don't hear any. So, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Uh, moving on to public comments. I think we have a few people who uh, seem to be signed up for that tonight. Let me note as we go into this, first of all, those of you appearing by Zoom, uh, we're enabling you to appear by Zoom for our meeting so that you can comment. When you are not commenting, if you could please mute your microphone and uh, preferably exit the Zoom call after you speak. You can watch on Vimeo. That way we won't get any audio interference. Uh, 
we do get audio interference. Unfortunately, we might have to boot you out of the meeting, and that is certainly not our desire because we'd like to hear what you have to say. So with that said, I'm not sure who signed up first, but we'll go alphabetically and go with Mr. Abraham. I assume you've signed up to comment, sir? Yes, I have. Um, number one, great job, great job on the uh, streets in Heitmeyer. Um, wonderful. I mean, the, the road work looks fantastic. But anyway, uh, gentlemen, last month I questioned your activities involving a developer named Hildebrandt and his firm. The Enquirer had published a story on this individual. I remind you that this developer made a substantial contribution to the trustee James campaign. He also admitted he composed a fake email used to make trustee Weedman look dishonest. In fact, a Channel 9 I-Team story picked up on this developer's interesting business methods and personal history. A normal Sycamore Township citizen would question why anyone would want to have anything to do with this Hildebrandt guy. After seeing how he tried to throw one of our trustees under the bus by lying and smearing through using an admitted fake email scheme, I would want to know tonight one thing. Have either of our other two trustees or administrator engaged this guy or his company or his representatives in any communications of any kind since this scheme was exposed? If so, why would you even think of doing township business with this guy? Your turn to speak clearly. Thank you. Thanks for your comments, Mr. Abraham. And I'll note I've had no communications with Mr. Hildebrandt since January of 2020 when he provided the accusations to me and I forwarded them on to law enforcement immediately. Since you're following the matter, you might want to check the sworn affidavit he filed in one of the two suits that uh, Mr. Weedman has pending recently. There is interesting information in there, and it seems you're quite interested in that. Uh, does someone else have comments they've signed up for? Uh, yes, sir. Mr. Richard Goldberg. Mr. Goldberg, you're next. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm Richard Goldberg. I live at 8354 Jeanette Lane in Sims Township, uh, literally across the street from Sycamore Township. And, and literally across the street from the uh, Cincinnati Hills Snyder Road parking lot, which I addressed the last at the last meeting. Um, as you know, uh, by now, of course, uh, that property was rezoned after uh, Sycamore Township Zoning Commission denied a rezoning. There was a court appeal. And as a result of that appeal, there was a settlement and court order entered um, where it was allowed to be rezoned to permit the school to use it as a parking lot for the school with conditions that were to be strictly adhered to, not just substantially adhered to, adhered to but strictly adhered to. As I see it, they are, they're flagrantly disregarding the settlement. They're flagrantly disregarding the court order. And I refer to paragraphs 4C and 4L of the court order. 4C talks about access gates to the lot being closed at 9 p.m. every day. They're not, unless cars are flying over the gates. There's one gate on Snyder Road that closes. I don't believe there is even an access gate on Kemper Road. There are 25 to 30 cars in that parking lot every night, way past 9 p.m. in, in clear violation of the zoning uh, permit and the court order. Not to mention paragraph 4L, which talks about the lot uh, not to be used for commercial use as defined by commercial use is defined by the Sycamore Zoning Code. It is clearly being used for commercial use of the, still, the uh, Silver Spring House restaurant, 
for its employees. There are some 25 or 30 cars parked there every evening. So um, before I ask a question, uh, if I were a Sycamore Township landowner and I owned property in Sycamore Township that was zoned a certain way, if I violated that zoning code, let alone a court order, would I, would I, would I be enforced by the township? Uh, it seems to me that I could have a, a massage parlor if I lived in Sycamore Township. And if Sycamore Township's not going to do something to, with this violation, why should they do something about another violation uh, in the township? It, it seems like the township's arbitrarily picking and choosing uh, what enforcement uh, is to be uh, used depending on the landowner. Uh, you, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I mean, it should be all or nothing. Uh, this gives a defense to everyone in Sycamore Township to use their property in violation of court orders and zoning if this township won't endure, won't enforce the zoning code and the court order with Cincinnati Hills. So my question is, if the township's reconsidered whether or not to enforce this um, blatant and clear and open and obvious zoning violation. Thanks for your question if anyone wants to respond. Okay, thanks for your comments, Mr. Goldberg. You, you made substantially the same comments in our last meeting, I think. And has, has there been any follow-up as to that? Um, our position remains the same, sir. And what is our position as to that? Uh, that we are, uh, we are following the, uh, uh, the outline of the, the settlement agreement. We are requiring them to keep the, the gates locked. Um, we are not in a position to, to be parking uh, parking police and we're not tracking who owns those vehicles. So well, if, there's, if there is a, uh, if there's a noise violation or some other disturbance of the peace, uh, the citizens in that area have every right to contact the Sheriff's Department. Well, I've tracked it and they're violating uh, 4C because the gates are not locked, cars are in there. There's, it's clear that they should be locked by 9 p.m. And there's 30 cars in there, especially on the weekend, every day of the week. Uh, so to me, it's a clear violation. When this was rezoned, me and some of my neighbors were intended beneficiaries of this because we appeared before the zoning commission. As a result of that, um, this is a clear, I don't see how anyone in Sycamore Township should follow a land use order. If you're not going to enforce one, why, in, why, in, why in enforce another? That's all I have to say. Thank you. Have you contacted the sheriff's office about it, sir? I don't think the sheriff's office is going to enforce a zoning order. I think that's the township's responsibility. I'm saying if there's if there's any disturbance of the peace, that would be that would be a police action. It, it doesn't talk about disturbance of the peace. This is a court order which is not being I'm, complied I'm, with. I'm not referring to, to any violation of a settlement agreement. I'm saying if there is if there's actually an adverse impact in the area going on that's that's disturbing the neighborhood, anyone from that neighborhood can contact Sheriff's Department. Well, it doesn't talk about adverse impacts in the Senate in the court order. It just talks about these conditions that are going to be strictly enforced and they're not. And like uh, I said, if I, I would def uh, if I own property, I'd stand in violation because you couldn't you couldn't enforce against me if you're not enforcing against my neighbor. Mr. I mean, Design, do you have any comments? This is open season for anyone in Sycamore Township to disobey land use orders and quarters. That's the way I see it. That's all. Well, That's first off, we're, we're, we're beyond the four minute time period. And the purpose of public comments is not to have these kind of debates. Um, while, I, you know, certainly anything that's not being enforced, 
uh, is of concern to all of us. The way to address this is to schedule a meeting with the township administrator and the head of the relevant department. So what I would suggest be done is that if Mr. Goldberg uh, has the ability to do so, to contact Mr. War, contact Mr. Miller, schedule a sit down meeting uh, and go through the items at issue here. Um, I disagree that the sheriff's office would not help us enforce a court order. I think the sheriff's office would, um, they just would need direction. So I think that's the most workable solution for all parties here and to achieve what I think Mr. Goldberg would like to have achieved. May I have 10 seconds? Yes, sir. Thank you. The order was enforced up until two months ago by Sycamore Township and all of a sudden it's not. And there's a sheriff's representative here at the meeting. So I would ask that uh, he, he do something about the violation. All he has to do is drive by there at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night and there are cars in there. And it's dangerous for their employees to cross Snyder Road. As thank you, thank you, sir. Sorry, we, we, we understand the point. Let me suggest as Mr. Desai did that you reach out to Mr. Warwick tomorrow during business hours and schedule a meeting or a conversation. And uh, perhaps there can be a plan made as to this uh, so that enforcement of the court order can occur. All right. James, if I may jump in, uh, just we're talking about Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy and uh, we should have a special night here at the township uh, for the Division Three uh, state baseball champions. Congratulations so to them for that, yes. <laughs> I'll be bother names coming up, but uh, nonetheless, let, let's stick to public comments here. So Mr. Goldberg, if you could reach out as to that meeting, uh, then that can move this along and we can hopefully see some resolution and make sure the court order is enforced as designed. So thank you for bringing it to our attention again, and uh, please reach out to Mr. Warwick. Do we have others signed up for public comments? Not to my knowledge, sir. All right. Anyone in the room for comments? No. Very good. All right. We'll move on to the Sheriff's Patrol report then. Uh, Lieutenant Tarr, do we have you on the line or someone else? There we go. Oh, sorry, it's me. I'm back from vacation. Um, nothing really to report. I checked in with the, the sergeant. Hold on just a second. Sorry. Seems like it was a quiet two weeks. I apologize for the delay. All right, very good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And it sounds like Mr. Goldberg will be reaching out to Mr. Warwick. If you heard that comment, perhaps you can coordinate with him too as to how the sheriff's office could work on that. But let's let them have that discussion. So, Certainly. Any questions for Lieutenant Tarr from anyone? All right. Thank you. Moving on then, uh, EMS and fire report. Chief Penny, what do you have for us? Um, just briefly go over the firehouse um, restoration stuff that we're working on. Um, Reaching out to a lot of the contractors that we, as we originally planned to do, to get a lot of the items re, uh, replaced or repaired between both stations, um, we're having a lot of difficulty with the contractors getting back to us, and the ones that have got back to us, their pricing is astronomical because of the way the construction material and, and as busy as everybody is. So at this point, um, we're going to move forward with getting quotes from individual contractors on some of the items at the North Station. Uh, most The most expensive item up there would be the HVAC, getting that back on track. The rest of it's not not too critical. So we'll, we'll move forward. I uh, got a guy now that is working on um, getting three bids 
on each item that needs to be worked on up there. And then down to South Station, we're working on a couple projects to get that building up to snuff to uh, to get us by until we can do something a little more drastic later when, when hopefully some of this construction stuff mellows out a little bit. Right now, it would be uh, not only way overpriced because of what's going on, but my fear is that they would tear the building, start tearing it up and then stop. <laughs> and then we'd be stuck where they have torn up building for a long period of time. I keep thinking of 5901 <laughs> when, when how long it sat with it under construction. So we don't want to, we don't want to go down that road. So I think at this point, we, we need to just kind of sit on things and just fix some of the stuff that needs to be fixed. Um, you know, it's, it's more of a priority. So we will be, uh, coming back to you with some of the quotes and some of the suggestions that we have on doing some of the repairs between the two stations as soon as we get that. Very good. That's all I got. Any questions for Chief? Any from anyone? Yeah, Chief, uh, we need a new building here, so we'll keep an eye on it and hopefully things settle down and yeah. we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, we'll get we'll get it fixed up to where it's, uh, you know, it, uh, where everything is in good shape until we can do something a little further down the road. Anyone else? All right, thanks, Chief. Moving on, next we have roads maintenance and recreation. Do we have anyone for a report tonight? Mr. Kellums yes, is on I vacation. I've been deputized by Tracy Kellums. He has uh, two uh, resolutions. These have to do with the uh, sort of program where we want to apply for the grants, and these resolutions give us that ability. Uh, the first one's for uh, capital improvements to East Galbraith Road and Miami Road si sidewalks. And it reads a resolution authorizing Tracy Kellums, assistant township administrator, maintenance superintendent to prepare and submit an application to participate in the transit infrastructure program and to execute contracts as required. Motion to approve. And a second. All right, any discussion as to this? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll then? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. The uh, second um, chair, Mr. Chair, if I could just ask a question, is the deadline for submitting the application June 30th? Uh, I, I think so, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I, I, I just went through this uh, last night uh, as law director for another community. So uh, if we could, um, could we have uh, a motion to amend an emergency clause to this for immediate effective date? Oh, it all, I'm sorry. I should have mentioned it. It it also uh, lists that uh, we're dispensing with a second reading. Yes, and and that's good. But I think for it to go into effect immediately, we also have to have an emergency clause. And the the uh, reason would be uh, the need to meet the uh, June 30th, 2021 deadline. So I'm, I'll I'll amend my motion to include an emergency clause so we can meet that uh, June 30th deadline. Is there a second? There is a second. All right. Um, and we need a roll call, roll call vote on that, please. Yes. Mr. Porter, would you do so, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay. The, the uh, second sort of resolution, this is for uh, um, Montgomery Road sidewalk improvements, and it reads, a resolution authorizing Tracy Kellum's assistant of township administrator, maintenance superintendent, to prepare and submit an application to participate 
in the transit infrastructure program and to execute contracts as required. Motion to approve on emergency basis. Do we need that on emergency? Yes. All right, there's a motion to approve it with an emergency clause within it. Is there a second? There is a second. All right, any discussion? <laughs> Mr. Porter, we call the roll. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right, let me just ask Mr. Desai for future clarification because this does check all the boxes of what's required for an emergency clause, it appears in section three, but it does not specifically reference an emergency. So for future reference, should we specifically include the words emergency in here? Um, yeah, so this gets really technical and, and I agree that sometimes it's raising form over substance, but it is what is required under Ohio law. So section three is really uh, what I like to refer to as suspension of the rule that the resolution be read on two separate days. Um, whereas the emergency clause uh, that we will usually put in in lieu of section four that says it'll take effect on the earliest state allowed by law, the emergency clause actually puts it into immediate effect uh, as opposed to waiting the requisite 30 or 10 days depending on the type of resolution. And the emergency clause of course does require a unanimous vote, uh, but typically we don't have a problem with that. So um, I, I think the best thing to do is whenever we have a grant deadline or any deadline that's going to be less than 30 days is instead of putting the language that you see in section four is to put uh, the emergency clause language in. Very good. All right, thank you. Mr. Work, what else do we have next from a roads and maintenance perspective? Uh, nothing else other than uh, all of the uh, uh, road uh, maintenance programs are on schedule, going well, and I'd like to give uh, kudos to Dan Durham for all of his work, uh, not only in keeping these jobs moving ahead, but his willingness to go and meet and talk to citizens who have questions uh, uh, about all the work being done. So I've seen some of that as well with uh, the Heitmeyer project went wonderfully, as Mr. Abraham pointed out earlier. And I know there were some residents with a few concerns there. And I think Mr. Kellums went and met with them also and addressed yeah. that too. But uh, everything's going swimmingly and smoothly with that. And it's good to see. I can chime in. Uh, I, I talked to Dan Durham about a uh, resident with the uh, road construction concern on Belfast uh, in Dillonvale. And he immediately jumped on it and took care of it. Very good. All right, moving on from roads and maintenance into planning and zoning. Skylar Miller, what do we have? Uh, I actually have a short section for you tonight, and I'm happy to report that the uh, the third resolution uh, I would like to pull. Um, you know, as, as we always do with uh, uh, any public nuisance uh, resolution, we're checking the day of. So if we can abate them all the way up to the uh, the meeting time, we do so. So that one is being pulled. Uh, so the first one I have for you is 4319 William Street, violation is tall grass and weeds. Um, this is actually being cited under 302.4 and uh, I believe it's 505.87. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not on there. Uh, let's see, date of complaint was May 13th. And I'll just, uh, I'll get into this here. Pictures are pretty self-evident on this one. Um, We've got quite the hayfield started here. Do we have any questions about this one? Nope. Okay. All right. With that, I'd like to read the resolution. 
uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring an uh, a excuse me declaring a nuisance for the property located at forty three nineteen William Street, Sycamore Township, Ohio four five two three six. Motion to approve. Is there a second? There is a second. Let me ask uh, discussion wise because we do not specifically reference an emergency in this one either. Do we need that for you to take action? Uh, we post we post notice. There's still um, uh, there's still a proper notice. We have to go out uh, post notice on the property, give the property owner uh, a certain amount of days uh, to clean up. So by the time uh, by the time that goes into effect, our uh, our periods are fine. Okay, Mr. Desai, any concerns with that? Uh, no concerns, Mr. Chair. Okay. Thank you. All right. Any further discussion as to this resolution? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, our uh, next property is 4454 Daffodil Avenue. Uh, this is um, accumula accumulation of uh, uh, wood, trash, other debris. There's actually an old dresser on here. Uh, we're citing this under uh, ORC 505.87, uh, as well as the uh, International Property Maintenance Code uh, 308.1. See, uh, date of the original complaint, May 17th. Uh, we've, uh, we actually sent letters out the same day. Um, and we marked in here uh, occupancy type is unknown. That's really just an other. It's a vacant lot. Um, let's see. And there has there's there's been little to no movement on the site. Uh, there there have been folks out there working, but it seems like they're accumulating more uh, debris and trash than than actually removing. So as you can see, old dilapidated dresser, uh, wood pile. Uh, some of the brush was removed, but not the larger stuff. Okay. And with that, I'd like to read the resolution. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 4454 Daffodil Avenue, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 45242. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? I'll just note for the record, we received some public input from one of the neighbors as to this also, uh, urging the township to adopt this resolution. Yes. All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. As should be noted, the vast majority of our uh, our violations are initially complaint-based. Uh, unless there's a health or safety imminent issue, uh, then we'll initiate it ourselves. Okay. Uh, no other um, no other resolutions for you tonight. Uh, the only update I wanted to give at this point in time is um, uh, we are, are uh, saying a fond farewell to Jessica Daves. Uh, Miss Daves has been a, a member of the, the township team for two and a half years. Uh, her and her husband uh, and, and daughter are moving out of the area uh, to, to be with family. So uh, she tendered her resignation uh, about two weeks ago. Um, because of the timing, uh, especially with, with us and you know, our busiest season, 
Um, we decided after after discussing it with Mr. Warwick uh, to fill the position on a temporary basis through uh, Robert Half uh, staffing. Uh, so we, we've already completed a recruitment process there. Uh, our new uh, zoning assistant, uh, her name is uh, Angie Zammert. And she has been training with Jessica for, for roughly a week now. Uh, so she will be able to, um, to, to step into that role. And I think it, it should be a pretty smooth transition. So we're looking forward to working with, with Angie and um, you know, allowing this to this new position to, to evolve a little bit. Those are very big shoes to fill also. They Jessica are has been a bright, shining star here and always has a smile on her face and brightens any room she enters. So I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's exactly right about that. Always smiling, five-star employee. Yep. We miss her and for sure well. Yep. All right, anything okay. else? Uh, a couple of very quick updates. Uh, as far as the Land Use Steering Committee, uh, we had final review of the, uh, the new comprehensive plan. Uh, that has been vetted and will be going to uh, Zoning Commission next month. Uh, we had a review of uh, zoning text amendments for zoning resolution uh, through Land Use Steering Committee. Um, those have actually been pared down quite significantly by our, our uh, land use group and a uh, more modest update will be going to Zoning Commission also next month. So uh, there are two cases that will be in front of the uh, uh, Board of Trustees from Zoning Commission. Uh, at our, our next regular scheduled meeting on July 13th. Uh, one is a, uh, a laser for Kenwood Towers, uh, and the other is a major adjustment to a PUD for Kenwood Place, uh, where the Kenwood Theater uh, uh, is currently at. All right. Question for you about uh, a nuisance property that we acted on, I think, in our last meeting or the one before. It's the one on Coogler Mill Road. I don't recall the exact address, but over toward Blue Ash Road. And this week or last week, we got mm -hmm. an update from a resident nearby about some troublesome activity also. But mm -hmm. have we been able to take action as to that yet? Uh, we have a we have a bid out right now. Um, we we have not had any takers on, on uh, cleaning that property up at the moment. So uh, I have reached out to the Center for Local Government to find new vendors. Uh, so, so we are kind of throwing that net out a little wider, but uh, we, are, we are looking for some new uh, property maintenance partners out in the community. So as soon as we can, we'll get out on that property. We need to take care of it, it sounds like. I completely agree. There. So, yeah. yep. And uh, any updates, uh, Skylar, on Kugler Mill, the houses that were supposed to be built? How are we doing with that? Uh, still waiting to hear from the uh, uh, the developer as far as uh, uh, partnering with a new builder. Uh, however, they are moving forward with um, their their subdivision. Or excuse me, not subdivision review, but uh, uh, their construction drawings, uh, civil plans with uh, with the county. Uh, I actually had the uh, uh, the development plans put on my desk this morning uh, from from uh, the county's office. So I will be approving those. They are uh, essentially just moving forward with the, uh, the groundwork uh, to, to, make, to make way for the, uh, the single family homes. But there's a lot of moving pieces on this one. The next big step for them is, is 
finding that builder and and getting a deal together. The last update I got a week ago from the developer's representative was they were working on it and near something. But we were working on it. It was close. Yep. I I've shot another email out asking for updates. I haven't haven't received a uh, a response yet. Just to be clear, in case what you said alarmed anyone, though, the groundwork and construction plans are for the residential side. The groundwork is consistent with uh, development of 11 single family homes along Coogler Mill. Uh, the berm that is uh, th that is creating a landscaping barrier between the commercial office area and Coogler Mill is being moved north closer to Coogler Mill, uh, which is consistent with the uh, the residential PUD plan that was approved. So there are, at this time, uh, nothing on the commercial side has been approved and no work is being completed um, or initiated uh, to, to further any commercial activity. And the consent decree requires completion of three houses before construction begins on the commercial project. That is true. And also I believe uh, approval of the builder by the two homeowners associations. Any questions for Mr. Miller or from anybody else? It's a single drag that it's been dragging out for a while and it's always been in three days, four days, we'll let you know we're working on it. We're working on it and this has been going on for quite a while. So we're, we're certainly in trying work. times when it when it comes to, yeah. to to development. And I know uh I know building prices are going up. This is uh um you know this is not a great or a great time frame to uh to be changing plans. So I, I hope for uh, hope for everybody's sake that the things settle down and uh, we can we can get something on paper. Yeah, fortunately, lumber prices are on the way back down as we. Thankfully, so, yeah, that's good. All right, uh, very good. Thank you, sir. Law director report, Mr. Desai. Anything for us? Uh, if I could ask, can we stop the screen share. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I have nothing to report this evening, Mr. Chair. Very good. Thank you. Any questions for Mr. Desai from anyone? Nope. All right. Uh, move on to our administrator report then. Ray, you're back up again. What do you have for us here? Uh, first up is the uh, main financial package that we sent you, and Skyler will put it up here in a second. Yep. <clears throat> this is a kind of a uh, uh, upper level look that we want to give to uh, the board every month. Uh, starts off with the bank reconciliation. You got it, Skylar. Um, yeah, I'm having to pull it back up. It froze on me when I stopped it. Sorry. There we go. Is this it? No, you got all all the way to the top. Wait, up, 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 up. Now we're back in. Is this the... Oh, this is the financial package. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. It starts with the bank reconciliation. All is in order. It's uh, balanced. It's been balanced since we made the switch over. And what you have in there, it, it shows you the simple overview of the bank rec. The next page shows you the bank balances. It's banks and uh, the primary checking account and then where all our investments are. You scroll down one more. Right there, it also ties ties the cash to where it is situated. Scroll again, please. And then uh, there's a snapshot of the fund balances and also that uh, total number, as you can see, would tie to 
the bank rack total and the uh, total of all of the places where our money is. So all is good with the bank rack. Scroll down, please. Another page. Next is appropriation summary, um, which uh, shows where we're standing uh, with appropriations and spending against them. We still have, we have uh, a few, a handful of appropriations that if all the encumbrances uh, or all the purchase orders were executed, we would be, uh, uh, we would be past our appropriations. We're going to uh, ask to correct uh, some more of that tonight with a resolution in a little while, but this gives you a, a summary uh, of appropriations and where they stand. Scroll some more, the next report. Fun summary? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Next is a fund summary report, which uh, uh, takes a look at uh, where we're at with respect to uh, reserve cash in all the accounts. Ending fund balance column uh, shows that. We have three negatives in this report still this evening. Those have to do with the investment uh, or the debt, excuse me, the debt accounts. We have uh, legislation I'm going to bring before you in a minute here to take the money from the accounts that uh, where they typically come from and uh, move them over uh, to reconcile the payments that have been made on uh, our various uh, debt uh, uh, places. We will have one left that has to be cleaned up uh next month and that's uh the last one here 4905 road improvement bonds that's the building uh, uh the new maintenance building and uh we've got a, a little more work to do we're showing an uh, uh encumbrance where we have a purchase order open for 1.3 million dollars that has to do with paying the contractors back here and we haven't paid them uh, a payment in a long time. And there is some holdback uh, in the contract on that. And so we're waiting to see how all that gets worked out. And then that encumbrance will undoubtedly be lowered and, and uh, should put that, uh, that particular fund uh, back in shape. Scroll down some more. Revenue report, revenue summaries, the uh, last report in there. Once again, it just kind of shows you um, uh, the budget, what we expected to get in, what came in during the month of May, and what's come in year to date. In the variance column, uh, negatives just simply indicate that we haven't gotten all the money in that we had projected, and that's not unusual since uh, some of it comes in relatively over the year. Anywhere you would see a positive number would say we've actually brought, collected more or brought in more in a particular revenue line than we expected. Um, but all seems to be flowing in pretty good shape at this time. I 
there's one more form on here, Skylar. This is called uh, a signature page, and I, I, the board can make use of this if, if you want. Um, this is kind of pushed by the auditor, state auditor's office, that uh, to make sure that uh, uh, the board is seeing uh, numbers on a monthly basis. Um, and uh, the the reason for this sheet would be to have everybody initial or sign off that they indeed saw the numbers each month and we could make it a, a part of the file. And we could electronically do that uh, for this meeting. Any questions about the package? No, I think it's very helpful actually and provides a nice summary as to all of these things. I think signing off that we've reviewed it is a good idea also, but I would like to review it myself in a little more depth first before I sign that I have fully reviewed it because I have not fully reviewed it. Fair <laughs> <Sorry>, enough. <laughs> Any comments from anyone as to that? Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. All right. All right. Anything else? Um, yes. I have a resolution amending the appropriations. Uh, because we had uh, a few more that have to be cleaned up or added to. Um, the biggest uh, one is in the general fund that has to do with uh, uh, contracted services. This is where we pay uh, our legal fees. And uh, uh, like the Robert Half, we now have two contractors still working on a temporary basis. And so um, the bulk of that money, $400,000, we want to appropriate as our best guess to make it through the rest of the year. And then there's a, a uh, there's a TIF that just for the first time or time collected some money. So um, we are appropriating to pay the school district. And uh, there was one TIF that uh, didn't have enough appropriated to pay schools also. And that's the uh, balance of the would be $73,500. The resolution reads, a resolution amending the 2021 appropriations, dispensing with a second reading and declaring an emergency. Motion. Second. Any discussion? Mr. Porter, we call the roll. Mr. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. The next resolution is some transfers that have to do with cleaning up a couple of those uh, uh, debt accounts. Uh, Kemper Gold Coast, um, had, there was two, actually two TIF accounts open for this. For some reason, we were tracking the expenses in one and bringing in the, the uh, tax dollars in another, and we're simply uh, washing those two together. Uh, in the amount of six hundred ninety-seven thousand two twenty-six and sixty-seven cents, just moving from one fund to the other to put that in balance, and then the other part is uh, our general obligation debt uh, service bonds, um, which the general fund uh, funds every year. And instead of waiting till the end of the year, we'd like to reconcile it now, and that's three hundred forty-nine thousand one ninety-eight and thirty-five cents. And the resolution reads, a resolution authorizing and directing transfers of funds to reconcile budgets and appropriations and dispensing with a second reading. Motion. Second. 
Mr. Desai, should we incorporate an emergency amendment in this or is that necessary? No, because this uh, has to do with appropriations and transfers. There, there's a different timeline for that. Okay. Just thought I'd ask since it came up. All right. Very good. Any discussion as to this? All right. We have a motion and a second. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Thank you. Uh, I have some uh, large POs and uh, we'll continue to have some of this for a while. This is all a part of us getting our operating plan aligned with uh, the new accounting system and the new uh, way that we want to track things and getting the department heads plugged in. It's going well. I think that we're making progress every day. Um, and the, the uh, department heads now are making the decisions knowing which which vendor where the money's coming from they dictate the accounts they go through a requisition process and fill out all the items paying attention to where they're paying the money from so they know where they stand at all times and then that requisition can go over to debbie and she just checks it over and if she approves it she hits a button and it turns it into a purchase order so we have some more of those uh when we, when we brought purchase orders over from the old system, some of them we had to get, uh, were too old, we had to get rid of them. Some of them didn't make sense. So some of this is just redoing some of that and getting the, the dollars needed uh, in, into a little better projected place. So the first one is purchase order 257. It's to Bramble Mower Service. This is for uh, uh, the equipment uh maintenance uh on the uh, parks uh equipment it's for fifteen thousand dollars motion to approve second any discussion mr porter mr labarra aye mr james aye mr weedman aye next is a uh, purchase order 258 it's to advance turf solutions once again for the parks this is for the uh uh treatment with uh, fertilizer and, and uh, weed spray. It's for $10,000. Motion to approve. Second. Discussion. Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Ms. Weedman. Aye. Next is a uh, purchase order 277 uh, for Donlin, Donlin and Miller. Uh, this is a, a then and now. Um, we, we just didn't have enough money in that contracted services, but we do now since you just uh, approved the appropriation, but uh, this takes care of the uh, current bill for $6,854. Motion to approve. Second. Discussion? Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Next is purchase order 289. This is uh, to game time. Uh, it's for the Bechtold Park playground equipment. Uh, this is uh, this equipment was done through a grant, but as is typical with some of these, we pay the money out first and then collect uh, the portion from the grantee, the grantor. And so the amount to get this started is two hundred fifty-nine thousand four hundred fifteen and seventy-three cents. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? Let me just ask, because I know a member of the public had a question about this. This is a large PO, and you mentioned there's a grant. Is this something that has already been through a bidding process of some sort? 
Yes, the the type of grant this is has a built-in bidding process in it, if you will. And when we use uh, that particular grant, grantor and uh, that grant money, the bidding's already been done. Very good. Mr. Porter, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Next is purchase order 291 for Stewart land use. This is to uh, <clears throat> for the payment of the charrette, the consultant that helped us run the, the focus group slash charrette process. It's for 16,900. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? Mr. Porter? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Purchase order 293 to Robert Half Management Resources. This is uh, to cover our currently our two contractors from there and it's for $48,000. Motion to approve. Second. Discussion? Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Purchase order 309. This is to Lycans Energy Solutions. This is for our fuel and it's for $20,000. Motion to approve. Second. Discussion? Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weaven, aye. Uh, the next two purchase orders, 310 and 311, are to the uh, Hamilton County Treasurer to pay our property taxes on uh, township owned property. 310 is $55,000. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? I, let me ask, just so the public is aware, I, I believe some of these funds are used to be paid, uh, sorry, for taxes on the building behind us, which actually shouldn't be taxable. So we anticipate getting that money back, is that yeah, correct? Yes, we have to go through a process to, to turn it into non-taxable, if you will, and, okay. then, and then request the funds back. All right. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. And 311, as I mentioned, is also to the county treasurer, and it's for 26,000. Motion to approve. Second. Discussion? Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Purchase order 317 is to Duke Energy, and this is uh, to pay uh, fire department utility bills. It's for 20000 Motion to approve. Second. Discussion? Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Thank you. I appreciate your patience with that. Um, July meeting schedule. We had a discussion, I believe, the last meeting that we were that obviously we were not going to meet on July 6th and move it to July 13th, which has been announced. <clears throat> and then we said we would discuss later whether we need to meet on the 20th. As far as the staff and administration is concerned, we do not uh, see at this point that we would need a July 20th meeting, especially since we, you passed the resolution last meeting, letting us pay the, the bills that could have any late fees. So um, we, at, at this point, don't see a need for a second meeting in July. We're happy to do one either on the 20th, or obviously we can always call a special meeting if something comes up. But I guess my request tonight would be to uh, see if we could have a motion to uh, cancel the July 20th meeting. 
Motion to July 20th meeting. I think Mr. LaBarbera was actually first that time. Second. All right. You blew your record in this meeting here. You're usually the Johnny on the spot with the motions there. All right. Any discussion as to that from anyone? All right, Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, one final item. Um, we've had some complaints about door-to-door -door solicitors and uh, one recently in uh, the, the Sheriff's Department actually nabbed this guy. Um, and uh, per our resolution regulating door-to-door -door solicitation, he can be fined $100 because he was doing it without a permit. Um, we haven't been issuing permits uh, ever since the start of COVID because of not wanting people to go door to door. Um, I think that uh, at this time we could remove the COVID restriction and go ahead and start uh, approving permits or issuing permits. Uh, if the board would like to do that, I would ask for a motion directing us to take down that COVID restriction. Yeah, I'll make a motion to uh, re to uh, end the COVID restriction on uh, permits. I'll second that. All right. Any discussion as to that? Now, oh. uh, let me ask you: When they they have this uh, this permit, does it say Sycamore Township on it? Yes, it's it's visible. So that when they go door to door, there's been no. Uh, they just have to have it with them. Yeah. Okay. Has there been a number of those people calling saying there's something wrong? There's a kid on a two wheeler things. I had a guy from a pest company at my house last night who had on a very nice uniform and was very presentable. Yeah. But when I asked for his permit, he said, Oh, I've got one, shuffled through his wallet and said, Oh, wait, that's Westchester. Where am I now? Oh, I don't have one. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was somebody running around one of those hoverboards. That's yeah. really on that. Yeah. pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, back to the motion. Any discussion as to it? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarber? Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. That's all I have. Let me just ask, though, is the appropriate remedy then if someone is concerned with an unpermitted solicitor to call the sheriff's department about it or call us first okay in the evening that's that's not, oh, right. yeah. not there's a non-emergency number that i've had that i've had uh uh last weekend i got a call from somebody in dillonvale and i had them call the non-emergency number in the uh and the i think uh, uh one of the deputies went out and took care of the problem okay. lieutenant tar do you want to chime in I had to unmute. Uh, yeah, it, it, especially in in evening hours when you know obviously they can't check with the township. Certainly call call dispatch or the uh, non emergency number, and we'll certainly come out and, and the guys are aware of the of the ordinance and they'll take action. Very good, thank you. All right, uh, Mr. Work. A few other questions. The building behind us. I know you mentioned we've got some holdbacks uh, there. We haven't paid everything yet. What substantially remains to be done back there? This was supposed to be finished in some October, right? <laughs> or before? <laughs> yes. Um, we still uh, haven't got the uh, automatic dimming of the lights and all of that to work properly. Uh, there are some, I believe, still roof leak issues that haven't been uh, fully corrected. 
And uh, the biggest thing going on right now is the removal of the old fuel tanks. That is in process, which was started um, the other day. And uh, the EPA inspector will be here tomorrow um, to take some soil sampling. And then um, it's probably going to take about five days to get those results. And if that all comes back okay, then we can pull the tanks out and be done with that. That's probably the most major thing that was left. I'm not aware of anything else. Uh, they just haven't had workers around and uh, their subs like the guys to take these tanks out and to do the lights correctly and the gates correctly. They've just been hard to get out here and, and a little difficult to work with. So it continues. It was interesting that uh, when they put in the new tanks, they didn't do it properly and water got in there in the new tank. So all of that fuel had to be disposed of. And rather than uh, uh, just having the, con uh, the, the contractor say, well, take that out of the holdback. He said, no, no, I'm going to write you a check for that. So um, we are communicating with them and trying to work best we can to get this finished. This is likely their last project or one of their last projects as a company because the uh, two principals would like to retire. And uh, so that I think has added to some of their issues because of uh, some of their folks leaving employment and things like that. Okay, thanks. There, there was also an issue on the back end of the lot back there. Uh, some of the neighbors on Autumnwood had brought to your attention, I know in mine, at the day of prayer. Have we been able to take care of the problem back there? I know you met with them and we're making progress on that. Some things have been done. I don't know if the uh, uh, county engineer has been out to look at the uh, uh, detention pond because there's a something dividing it, which doesn't make any sense. And I'm not sure if he's been here yet. Okay. You could check into that sometime in the next week. Let me know. I like yes, we, we want to report back to the residents yeah. once we have the, we've told them we want the lights done, have that problem solved, and then some more planning of a, uh, some of the bushes over there. Okay. And one other comment I had uh, this evening, we got an email, I think from Ms. Gunderson, maybe from Ms. Campbell, but it was a list of the purchase orders we went through tonight, which is very nice to have. And I just wanted to say thank you for that. And if we have a substantial number in the future, maybe if we could actually just individually number each of these and we could do as we discussed in the past and bundle some of them and reference the list that would be in the record and vote on multiples at once and get through some of them yeah. quicker. Yeah, we will keep that in mind. I wanted to go through this evening because there were some things I wanted to explain. Right. We needed the detail for these. I agree. Yes. So anyone else have any questions or comments for Mr. Ward? All right. Thanks, Ray. Um, moving on then, we have the fiscal officer report. Mr. Porter, you've been waiting patiently here. How yes. are you? What have you got for us? Good. Uh, receipts of $155,560.53, disbursements of $259,558.73. A complete listing of the receipts and disbursements is available in the packet. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. 
All right, moving on to trustee comments. Mr. Weedman, uh, you're up. Start out. Uh, I talked to, to uh, Representative Sites this afternoon in Columbus, and he advised me that the extension date for remote meetings proposed by the House version of the, of the budget bill will probably not make the cut in conference committee as, as of late, as, as of latest, even this afternoon. Um, this will mean that we will return to regular in-person meetings on July 13th. Um, I see that yoga in the park is now on the calendar for Saturdays as well as Sundays. So thanks to Jason for adding that to uh, adding that uh, extra day and also for the great additions to the park uh, agenda this year, including both movies and music in the park. For the residents, the first movie will take place this Saturday and the first music event will take place a week from Friday with the re with the remains. Um, Check the calendar on the township website at the sycamoretownship.org for updated information on all those summer park events. Um, I want to also uh, thank Mark Hallman for addressing the maintenance of the uh, railroad right of way on Blue Ash Road at Sycamore. There was a strip of right of way that wasn't being cut and they've just adjusted their scheduled, scheduled maintenance to include that property. So thanks to you, Mark. Um, and finally, the Hamilton County Township Association has located a venue for the September joint meeting with the Hamilton County Municipal League which will be on Saturday, September 18th at 9 a.m. Uh, we will be meeting in the community room at Schuler Park. For more information, uh, we'll have it forwarded to you as soon as it becomes available. And that's all I have for tonight. Thanks, Tom. Mr. LaBarbera, what have you got? What time is that meeting on the 18th? At 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Uh, the only thing I have is the, the email we got uh, in our mailbox from Bruce Rankin. Uh, concerning uh, the traffic concerns on Tenderfoot Lane about parking on both sides of the street. Anything on that, Skyler? Uh, I don't. We'll have to wait for I, Mr. Kellum's on that. No, the I, chief, I wanna, chief wouldn't look chief at has, it. Chief has an update. Yeah, I, I, I drove up there today, although there wasn't cars on both sides of the street, but I can tell, I can see by the way the street turns the bend there, if there was cars on both sides, it would create a problem um so we're when tracy gets back we'll work on getting fire lane signs and and it's a good thing because the hydrants are on the side of the inside of the turns so that's where we wouldn't want them parking anyway because when when they're parked there when you're coming around the bend the cars that would be parked there would totally block any cars that are traveling on the road that would be coming right at you so we'll we'll pursue on getting some uh, fire lane signs put up on that bend because I would be that, that is a problem. Thanks, Chief. Mm -hmm. and, and prior to the meeting, I was discussing with Chief Charter Oak Drive is another street with a similar yes. issue now with parking concerns of side by side cars on a narrow street. So mm -hmm. I know he's looking into that too. And driving through uh, Dillonville uh, over the weekend, boy, uh, there's a lot of streets because of the construction going on with the roads where they where the it's very difficult to go down the street mm -hmm. to navigate the street with the parking situation. Yeah. So, and I understand it, but then that's something we'll live with, and they'll be happy at the end of the summer when the next street will be nice when yeah. I get it done, and it badly needs it. So, we'll let them go for now <laughs> just to get it done. Anything else? Nothing else. All right. Uh, I'll just add, as, as Mr. Weedman also noted, I'm enthusiastic about the movies in the park, which are coming up starting this weekend with the first feature, The Princess Bride. We're going to have inexpensive band entertainment in the park going forward in the summer, too. Uh, so it's going to be a good summer, I hope, with good weather for all of this. And I uh, hope everyone enjoys it. And it draws in a lot of people from our community for this. So that's a very good thing. 
Um, thanks, Mr. Weedman, for keeping the uh, Township Association going there and getting that meeting set. I appreciate that too. So very good, everyone. Uh, that's all I've got tonight. So announcement, uh, announcement changes first. Sorry, public hearing on the 2022 tax budget is set for Tuesday, July 13th at 6.30 p.m. before our meeting that day. Uh, for anything else, take a look at our calendar. Did you have a motion, Tom? Motion. Second. All right, I believe that was a motion to adjourn before he disappeared. Uh, any discussion? Mr. Porter? Uh, Ms. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Well, we've got a majority, so. Yeah, we have a majority, yeah. All right, thank you very much, everyone. Have a good evening. Good night, everyone. Good night.